Welcome to the Sun National Bank Center in Trenton, New Jersey for the Bob Long Sports presentation of the Philadelphia Soul official pregame show. Bob Long, Rob Stott alongside, and we're excited for this one, Rob. It's a big-time matchup as the Philadelphia Soul, leaders of their conference, the American Conference, and the L.A. Kiss in third right now, just a half game behind Cleveland for that second spot. They're at 5-5, five and five, so plenty to play for on both sides. The Orlando Predators with that same record as the Soul at 8-2, and two, vying for that top seed in the conference, and then on the other side, Really a playoff run here for the L.A. Kiss. Big things to go on this afternoon. A big matchup that we have here just across the Delaware River. Yeah, rocks versus jocks here today, Bob. It's the third uh, third meeting between these two sides. Uh, you know, the you know L.A. only three years into this league. Uh, still a very young team. The Soul, on the other hand, an established set of jocks, if you will, uh, sort of leaving their mark on the Arena Football League. And um, always, you know, when you get two owners, ownerships together that sort of have a uh, uh, almost, or almost more impressive and, and uh, you know well known than than the teams on the field. It's sure to make for an interesting matchup, and, and that's definitely what we got here today. Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley of the legendary band Kiss. They are the owners of the LA Kiss, named for that very reason. And the Soul, owned by among others, but Ron Jaworski, Marcus Colston, and Ja Ree Evans, all former NFL players, and Jaworski has made as much a name for himself after his playing days as he did during them. To get into the game itself, Rob, very interesting in terms of the guys we'll see on the field here today. The L.A. Kiss, they came into the league and this particular season with a ton of hype. A lot of talent all around the board. Nathan Stanley, quarterback, D.J. Stevens at wide receiver. Those look to be two that were going to really lead the charge. Neither of those two are playing, both on injured reserve. And as a result, a different team comes on the field here today for the L.A. Kiss, led by Pete Thomas, a rookie quarterback. Yeah, a lot of, if you, you take away two talented names like you just mentioned that are sitting on injured reserve, and uh, that, that leaves a, a pretty big hole for this L.A. Kiss roster. You know, every team's going to be struggling through injuries at this point of the season. We're halfway through, believe it or not, the AFL season here in 2016. But, uh, you know, so when that happens, it's as, as they say in sports, next man up, Bob. Uh, and for for the Kiss, the next men all seem to be rookies. I mean, they're they're sporting six of them right now uh, on their roster, and guys that are really having to step up uh, early in their careers and, and try to fill some big shoes for the Kiss. And we'll see what they can do today. It's going to be a tough test against that Philadelphia Soul defense uh, that that's just leading the charge for these guys this year. Um, you know, Dwayne Hollis and Larico Stevens and uh, Trace Belt and that whole defensive back unit. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how the rookies fare in this one. We mentioned next man up. Donovan Morgan will likely be that guy for the L.A. Kiss at wide receiver. Fourth in the AFL with 18 points per game, and he's eighth in the yards per catch. He's the primary target. Now, he did not practice at all on Thursday, Rob. When the injury report came out, we saw that he did not take any contact whatsoever, did not play. So they already had uh, a nice shot to the gut with D.J. Stevens as well as Nathan Stanley not playing. But now we'll see how ready to go Donovan Morgan will be. That'll be a challenge for Pete Thomas if he doesn't have his two primary weapons. Yeah, and you're already talking about, like I just mentioned, the, the defensive backs for the soul that are sort of ball hawks in this league, leading you know two of the top guys in, in terms of interceptions and creating turnovers. So uh, these are guys that know how to play. And um, I mean, if you're throwing out less experienced wide receivers up against them, it's, it's sure to be a tough day for them. Uh, and 
I don't want to say I hate throwing around that term cakewalk, Bob, but just looking on paper, looking at everything the Kiss are having to deal with going into this one and um, knowing what we know about the soul and how well they've played on, on both sides of the ball, but particularly on defense, uh, it, it seems like it could potentially be that kind of game for the soul today. However, certainly to bring the other side of the equation into it, Rob, this L.A. Kiss team does not give up a lot of points. That they don't. Uh, 408 points given up this season. That is by far the lowest given up across the AFL. And a big reason why are there two guys in the defensive secondary, Clevin Thomas and Sean Kaiser. Clevin Thomas, not only are these guys very, very good, Rob, they've done it for a long time. Thomas became the second player in league history to tally 80 interceptions in Week 8. Now, he has quite a ways to go. The all-time AFL leader has 97, but Thomas, second player in history to get to that feat. And then Sean Kaiser, he needs only six interceptions to become the third player in league history. If you're doing your math, that would be the next step for Clevin Thomas to have 70 interceptions. So an all-time, all-time defensive secondary here for L.A. It's just been the offense that hasn't been able to keep up. You're making me do math here, Bob? Oh, man, I can't do math. I appreciate you <laughs> keeping me in the loop, though. But, <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, the, the defense has really been doing it for the kiss. And, uh, I mean, you just look back to what they did last week, um, keeping them in a game against an Orlando team that, uh, you know, was, was at the tops of the conference. They sort of have stumbled across the past few weeks, but, you know, they're doing their thing. And um, the, the Kiss were able to hang in. Only a two-point loss against the Predators last week. But another name that you got to put out there is a recent acquisition for the Kiss, and that's defensive lineman Mike Lewis, who was traded to L.A. from Orlando, no less, uh, just about two weeks ago, played last week, uh, recorded a sack. But the sixth, sixth well, sorry, seventh-year man, he's been in the league for six years. This is his full seventh year. So he, he is the second all-time leading uh, person in terms of sacks in Arena Football League history. So that's a, that's a guy that, you know, Dan Radaball is going to have to be looking out for and, and probably trying to avoid uh, as he, you know, looks to stay clean and off the turf today. And then on the Jack Linebacker side for the kiss, Mike Willie, we talked about the longevity of those other three guys, both Mike Lewis and then Clevin Thomas on the, on the secondary side. But Mike Willie has only played three games for this kiss team and has made quite the impact. 19 and a half tackles in his first three games with the team. Again, this defense has only gotten stronger as the year has gone on. It's been a little bit of a struggle from an injury and an offense perspective, but you know this will not be, I have to disagree, I don't think this is quite a cakewalk, Rob. And we saw just last week Orlando really struggled to beat this team. Only a two-point win, and they only scored 43 points. That was coming off two straight losses for Orlando and they find themselves right deadlocked with the soul at 8-2 and two atops the American Conference. Now let's move to the soul offense. Who are they going to have to be able to deal with this KISS defense? If you've been listening to the show this year, and, uh, well, if you haven't, welcome, but you know the names if you've been with us. Dan Rodeball, a guy that was the AFL MVP last year. Darius Reynolds has 73 receptions for almost 900 yards this year, has been an impact acquisition this year. And you'll hear us talk with Phil Bogle, GM and assistant coach on the offensive and defensive line as the L.A. Kiss take the field here at Trenton to a cascade of boos. But we'll hear what Phil Bogle has to say about acquisitions like that and others. Then Ryan McDaniel and Sean Kalanamoku, the two other wide receivers that Radaball has peppered around all year. And not only before we get to the, the sole roster here, I want to mention that not only are the Kiss coming out to Cascade of Booze, but also 
a, a pretty rendition of Kiss Me, uh, you know, here <laughs> playing across the PA system. So very well done by, by the Philadelphia Soul uh, comm team, and, you know, getting together and, and having a little fun there as L.A. comes into town. But, yeah, back to the Soul offense, though. And, um, you know, it's this is a team, as, as they like to say, as coaches told us after game after game, uh, you know, they like to get off the fast start. So it's going to be a tough one. Um, looking back at, at sort of what we said about this this KISS defense. So, I, I mean, you kind of want to make those easy passes for Radabal, get him in a groove early on, and um, make sure he's in a rhythm, that his, his guys are in a rhythm, his wide receivers are in a rhythm, and uh, they that they can, you know, move the ball against this defense. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out early on in this one. And, uh, you know, hopefully for the soul, they can get on that, on that groove and in that groove and, and sort of get the offense going. On the defensive end for the soul, Jake Metz. Leads the defensive line. He has four sacks, two forced fumbles on the season, five tackles for loss. Dwayne Hollis, the key man in the secondary, six interceptions, two return for touchdowns, and those six interceptions are tied for the team lead. A guy we don't see, Rob, a guy has been banged up a little bit this year, Teddy Jennings, who usually plays on the defensive line, is out, and we think that he won't be back until next week, and we certainly wish Teddy the best, but... He's the highest impact defensive player from a line perspective on this sole team. And to be without him, just a, another cog in the machine that won't be with them today. Yeah, just a big leader and in, in, in not even just in terms of performance, but just a, a vocal voice uh, for that unit and, and a guy that's going to be sorely missed. So hopefully um, for him it's nothing serious and he can get back here um, sort of as soon as possible. One other guy to mention, if you've been with us so far this year, you've heard the name Danny Southwick. He used to play for the Portland Steel. He will serve as the backup quarterback here today for the L.A. Kiss. Really struggled against this Soul team, but again, it's an L.A. team that has seen the Soul, yes, but there's just another guy that saw another set of defensive schemes that the Soul put out the last time they played, schemes that worked, and so a guy that can elicit and, uh, and bring the point home on some key points about how the sole defense may attack the KISS, and we'll see if they have any adjustments as a result. But it's Bob Long and Rob Stott here on the BLS Soul pregame show as we get ready to go from Trenton, New Jersey. Rob, it was a good ride down here. It's a cozy venue, I think you put it, and we got a great game ahead of us today. Yeah, the Sunbank Center here in Trenton, you know, just a, a little bit further for L.A. to go and even for the Soul team. So uh, you think back to, to times we've talked to Coach about this quirky schedule that they have over the second half of the year where you know only two home games but it's uh you know they're not at home per se so it's home home away from home and um you know just a fun venue to be at and, and very cozy as you put it bob uh, and, and it'll we'll see how it does 10 games into the regular season no more remaining at the wells fargo center if they want to play there again they're going to have to earn a home playoff game and it starts here today in trenton new jersey Rocks versus Jocks against the L.A. Kiss. We'll be back on the other side, and we'll have an interview with Phil Bogle, assistant coach of this team, coaches the offensive and defensive lines, and he is the general manager as well. We'll have a great discussion with him right after the break. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com 
or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Lmark has created, and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Welcome back to the Sun National Bank Center in Trenton, New Jersey, as the Philadelphia Soul is being announced. A nice crowd funneling in here. As the Solar on the road, but not so on the road. A homey feeling here in Trenton as this arena plays host to the penultimate regular season home game for the Soul. Bob Long, Rob Stott here. Every single home game for the Soul pregame show. And Rob, your final thoughts here before we go to Phil Bogle about this game, what it means, and how you think this Soul team will come out in the first five minutes of this game. It's a huge one, Bob. And, uh, you know, inter- introducing the offense first, you know, that teams like to get their, their guys on a roll, the ones they want to get jacked up to, to come out. That's who they typically call by name as they're coming out of that tunnel. And today for the Soul, that's the offense, and that's going to be the key. they got to get hot early on. Dan Radabaugh's got to get into a rhythm with his wide receivers and call plays. You know, he's, he's not been one to go deep very often this year, but it's those short little dink and dunk pass passes that get him into a into a rhythm with this offense and that's what that's what I'm looking for um it, for the soul you know they got to get the offense going and, and that's sort of what's important for them uh they got to get off to that hot start the defense I'm not too concerned about considering all the young guys on the other side of the ball but um you know still want to see a solid solid performance from them today and I you know I, I'm not sure if we're getting into the game of predictions here Bob but I, I think you don't want to call it a cakewalk but I think that's 
you factor in the travel and all that good stuff, and I, I think that's what we're looking at here. We'll now go to our interview with Phil Bogle, assistant coach and general manager of the Philadelphia Soul. Welcome back to the Philadelphia Soul official pregame show on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long, Rob Stott, and right now we are joined by Phil Bogle, assistant coach on the offensive and defensive line, as well as the general manager of the Philadelphia Soul. Phil, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me, guys. It's in Trenton today, so you're home away from home, as, uh, as Rob put it off air. But how does it feel now, after a couple weeks away from home, a bye week interspersed in there as well, to get back to action here in the Delaware Valley? Uh, it's good to be always home. Um, you know, when you play on the road, you know, it's, it's really, we, we, we enjoy being on the road because it's really just us. It's, you know, it's us against the world mentality that we have um, in, in, in every game. Um, but always be good to play at home in front of your fans. Um, so they can see the product, you know, and see what we've been working on, see the improvements, um, and, and obviously having their support and cheers are, are what's best. Being in Trenton, do you treat this game, even though it is technically a home game, as a, a road game because you guys are traveling sort of away from Philly? Is that sort of a, a mentality you can take into a game like this? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's still home because we'll have majority of our fans. You know, I don't think any uh, – I think the L.A. Kiss fans will, will travel all the way to Trenton. Um, so I think we'll have more of our supporters. You know, our staff has done a good job of selling tickets um, to, to have, you know, our following here. So um, it's business as usual, no matter where we play. L.A. Kiss in town. You defeated them the first time you played them way out in Los Angeles. What type of challenges does a team like L.A. bring to the table that you guys have been preparing for this week? L.A. is a very talented team. Um, they haven't hit their stride yet, um, but they'll be very dangerous when they do. We just hope that it's not tonight. Um, but they are very, very talented at every position. Um, you know, they, I know their starting quarterback was a little banged up, um, so we could possibly be playing against their backup, but it doesn't matter. They've still played some really, really tough games against you know some of the best teams in the league, you know, almost beating Orlando um, last year, which is, you know, right behind us in second place. So um, we, we don't take them lightly. We expect a, a hard-fought challenge tonight, and uh, we're, we're up to the challenge. No more games at the Wells Fargo Center. You've played the sixth there, and now this is your seventh home game of the season. If you had to give your team a report card, uh, what, what would you assign them thus far, and, and what's the room to grow from here? Um, well, you never want to hit your peak too, too early. Um, so I think we're right around a B minus, I would say, <laughs> for us, um, obviously because we lost two games. Um, but, you know, that also leaves improvement. You know, we, we want to improve every week, want to make progress every week, um, but don't want to peak too early. You know, you have some teams that kind of peak early and then kind of phase out towards the end. So, you know, I think we're in a good stride right now. We're moving in the right direction. Um, we're improving on some things, and, you know, we're starting to get some pieces back um, from injured guys. So, um, I think I think I, I like the direction that we're going. B minus, wow, tough teacher here, <laughs> yeah, Phil. Yeah. Phil Bogle here, the GM and assistant coach of the Philadelphia Soul, on the Soul pregame show on Bob Long Sports. Now that is your position, like you said, we see on the sidelines, on the field, you know, yelling and getting guys going. Yeah. Uh, you also have a, a an office job, a front office type job with, as the general manager. How did you ascend into this kind of dual position? Uh, would you say that this is something common that we see? In, uh, in arena football, and how did you get to this point? Um, just, I think, being a part of the organization for so long, um, you know, as once a player, coach, and, you know, now the executive and, you know, the general manager role, 
Um, it, it comes from ownership, having faith in me, um, my coach, you know, Coach Dozell, having faith in me that I can put together a good team, uh, you know, along with, you know, obviously his knowledge. Um, we work together, you know, closely in, in bringing guys in and making sure the players have everything they need um, for us to be successful. Um, so far, I think we've, you know, we've done a good job. Um, and, you know, I think it's only up from here. Go back to this past offseason, you talk about bringing talent in here. Obviously, a big addition over over the offseason was Darius Reynolds. Uh, talk about what it, what it means to this team to get a guy like him in, in here, and also just for you personally as a GM to be able to get that kind of talent to come to Philadelphia. Yeah, um, you know, you, you look around the league, and obviously, you know, with, uh, you know, some of the teams not around anymore, you know, you start looking at the players and you think, you know, it's not all about just the talent. It's all about, you know, the locker room. You know, will this guy fit in in the locker room? You know, you don't want someone that's going to be a cancer, a guy that's a, a, a me guy. Um, and Darius fits us to a T. You know, he's all about his teammates. He has a great time. He hangs out with these guys, um, picks guys up. And, you know, not a super vocal guy, um, but definitely, definitely leads, you know, by his play on the field. Darius, a huge pickup, like you said, and some, certainly a couple other great pickups coming into the season. I'll take it to the, the top of the house. You, a guy that has so much experience in this league, and then Ron Jaworski, who is, is Mr. NFL Draft, Mr. NFL Matchup. I mean, if you could, take the fans through that process, whether it's in the war room or just over a cup of coffee. What do you and Ron Jaworski talk about, and, and what's that fabric that molds it into some of the decisions that are made? Um, you know, with having, you know, a championship myself, um, I, I take that experience of, and look at that team and evaluate it and see, you know, what we use to, 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 to win that championship. Um, and then obviously with Jaws' knowledge of, of, of players from every position, um, you know, we all put it together, you know, including Coach Dozell. Um, to where we fell short last year. So we wanted to improve on all of the pieces and all of the, the phases of the game that we weren't strong at to, to make our, our team better all around. You know, put some better pieces around Dan to make his job easier. You know, he makes the reads and makes the throws, and those guys go and get it. And then, you know, especially on defense, you know, you can't, you know, uh, discount, you know, the play of, uh, you know, Jake Metz that's came in, you know, in his second year. Um, he's playing great for us. Um, Even a little bit of a stint on the line when necessary as well. Yeah. Line. yeah, yeah, we you know had a player go down um, a couple of weeks ago, and he came in and you know he played some guard for us, and you know did a great job. You know we still finished the game with you know no sacks, and you know uh, Dan didn't get touched all night, and we still came <laughs> out victorious. So um, just having those pieces are, are important. You know, like I said, it's not all about just the talent, but sometimes you got to look at hey, what maybe a guy can do more, you know, at, for us than than one guy that's great at one position. Hey, maybe this guy's pretty good at three or four positions. Um, so you look at a guy like Jake, you look at a guy like Joe Goosby that can do the same thing. So. That's what we, we look forward to. You mentioned the uh, 08 team that you were a part of that won a championship here. First championship in Philadelphia, uh, you know, in a couple decades there. But uh, what does being a part of that team and, and understanding as a player what the makeup was like, how does that translate to your job now and, and trying to, like sort you touched on there, recreate that, that mentality and that kind of uh, makeup for a team today? Well, it's a conversation, you know, that I even had, you know, I go back to, you know, as I, I go back to, you know, coaches and uh, staff that I dealt with, um, you know, when I was a player and I talked to them just to pick their brain on what did you look for in our team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking to Coach Muncie that's, uh, you know, now with the Redskins, you know, that was our head coach back then. 
Um, and he said to build a team from the middle out, you know, and, and you want to make sure your middle is strong and then you branch out from there. So that's what we did with, you know, putting Wayne Tribune in the middle, um, uh, adding, you know, uh, on the other side of the ball, um, uh, Klebert and uh, Justin Lawrence, you know, at our nose guard and then Bo Bell, um, you know, at the Mac, James Romain in the middle of the safety, you know, make sure that the middles are strong, you know, and then branch out from there. And I think we've done a good job in, in, in executing that. A quick swim across the Delaware River. We're here in Trenton, and it's a, it's a home game for you guys. Phil Bogle, good luck. Thanks for being on the show with us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. There you go. That's Phil Bogle, assistant coach, as well as the general manager. What, Rob? I see a laugh there. Was that a swim across the Delaware? It, uh, Bob, I, I, I don't know if that's the river I want to – well, it's not the Susquehanna. That's true. Or Schuylkill. Pardon me, Schuylkill. Yes, the Schuylkill. Oh, there's one I wouldn't want to swim across, <laughs> but I, I like it, Bob. We have just a few minutes to go here. Rob, I'll go to you first. Your key to the game. If the Soul are going to win this one, what do they need to do? So I think it, it, it's going to be the defense. I want to see the defense. You know, they've been a disruptive unit all year, but I want to see them wreak some havoc. You know, get to the get to the quarterback, get to uh, Pete Thomas, and and cause some trouble for him, and keep him off balance all night, and and uh, really, really be the you know the the key to the game that translates to the offense I, I think it starts on the defensive side of the ball what they do and, and you know that that leads to victory for the soul my key is simply the philadelphia soul offense get to 50 points this kiss team is only averaging 45 points a game they're struggling they're hurt on offense get to 50 points and i think you win this game how is that accomplished i think it's got to be darius reynolds we, we talked about some of the strengths in the defensive backcourt for the L.A. Kiss, but those are some very experienced, some older guys. Darius Reynolds, an electrifying guy that can beat someone down the field as well as be very physical, one of the best all-around receivers in the league. I think he is the key to the soul going off offensively against what's been a very staunch defense in the L.A. Kiss. 80 seconds until kickoff. That's about all the time we have here. Bob Long, Rob Stott here for the Philadelphia Soul official pregame show. We'll now send it to our colleagues at 97.5 The Fanatic who broadcast every single home game this year on the radio. That's 97.5 on your radio dial or on the TuneIn app. And until the 9th of July, we'll say so long. Here from Sun National Bank Center in Trenton, New Jersey, Soul versus Kiss is next.